Welcome one and all to the URG On The Go podcast. This is your host, DJ Harrington, and we have a great one today. (laughs) Two of the greatest guys in our industry who happen to do ScrapCatApp.com are our guests. So if I could, we have Christopher Gaines and Scott Valero on the line. Christopher, how are you? Doing well today. Thank you very much for for including us on us. Well, thank you for participating and being, you know, you're one of the exhibitors, but you're also one of the sponsors. And we are glad that you're in this industry. And Scott, how about yourself? Doing great today, TJ. Thank you for uh, inviting us on your show. Looking forward to it. Well, last week when we talked on the phone, you gave me so much encouragement about the podcast and said, you might be an old man, DJ, but the podcast industry is the way to go. So I appreciate your kind words, Scott. Here's what I want to ask. What does the URG conference mean? And and if you don't mind, we'll, we'll start with Christopher. What does the URG conference mean to the salvage industry? Well, you know, one of the things that we, one of the things that we've observed about URG since we first started, and URG actually was our first show that we did when we were in our beta testing. We did the 2018 URG show and had just a great, great experience with it. Um, one of the things we've noticed about URG is that we we see that they go above and beyond just trying to meet their members' needs. And I'm not sure if that's because it's, it's member owned, or I'm not exactly sure why that is, but. From safety to operations to legislation to their core selling program, we've just recognized that URG is constantly making, uh, trying to make lives easier for the auto dismantlers. And, uh, and they do this by just continuously pushing good information out to them. Um, so I think that's, for me, that's the, the what you, why URG is great. The other, the other part that I really like about the actual conferences is it gives you a chance to commiserate with your peers. It gives you a chance to kind of, meet people who are having the same problems or having the same challenges or, you know, just gives you a chance to kind of blow off some steam. I mean, we, in this industry, there's, there's some issues and challenges that are the same uh, as other industries, but I think we have a lot of unique ones that you can really only, you can really only go into with, with people who are like-minded. Right. Scott, what's your thinking? Yeah, I, listen, I'm, uh, I would agree with Christopher a hundred percent. I would also add to it that, you know, I was looking at the URG website, and one of their one of the main lines as you first go on the site with their membership booklet, I believe it said, "Today's recyclers need a competitive edge to stay profitable and expand into the future." And we agree with that one hundred percent. And it's interesting. It's interesting that URG does not call this a trade show. If you notice, they call it a training conference, and I think that's very telling because. They're sticking true to the purpose that they mentioned on their website. They're trying to do whatever they can to make their members stay competitive, expand, and be profitable. You guys, this is going to be a great, you guys are good guests. I appreciate it. Okay. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about, Christopher, tell us about yourself, background, family, you know, do you play a musical instrument, whatever. (laughs) Well, well, I can start by telling you that uh, as, as far as music and, and dancing go, I, uh, I'm constantly getting complaints from the wife and daughter uh, <laughs> that, I, that, that I that I should be better. I, I like listening to music and going to live music shows, but that's probably about the extent of it. Um, you know, I, I've been in the industry. I, you know, I'm, I'm a third generation muffler man, and I've uh, been in the industry, the auto parts industry, since since really you know, since I was 
since I was 13 years old. It was the first time I cut off a catalytic converter on my own. Uh, and it's interesting. I had I had an opportunity to kind of leave the industry uh, back in the mid 2015. Um, and it, I, Scott and I were both in the industry together, uh, and we both sort of left about the same time. But we both got really kind of pulled back in. And what happened is that when we left, our very good suppliers and sellers just continued to call us and say, you know, listen, we don't know how to navigate this issue. You know, there's all these things, there's assays, there's all these different things about, you know, how to sell and code. What do we do? You know, how, how, how can we, you know, remain successful or just, you know, listen, we sold you for a number of years. What, what should we do? And, uh, what happened is that Scott and I kept in touch and, just over lunch one day, we kind of came up with this, hey, we've been thinking about doing this idea, and, and we both have the same idea, and that, that's how Scrapcat app was born. We, just, we, we wanted to find a very simple way that buyers and sellers could get together and, and have a, a simple, safe, secure transaction. Yes. Yeah, I would, I would add that. Christopher's right. I mean, we were both in the industry for over 30 years, uh, successful buyers and sellers, material. Uh, when we left the business, uh, we realized there was no really, no real true price discovery mechanism that helped sellers recognize the true value of their material. And, you know, there's a price discovery mechanism for car bodies and copper and aluminum, everything else, but not for converters. And that led us to, you know, okay, given our experiences as buyers and sellers, you know, how can we make the transition fair? and simple for the buyers and sellers of scrap converters. I got and that it. And led us to, that led us to the auction process. Christopher, you want to expand on that for me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. I, it's not, not the format. I apologize. I, I just, I think that, that what Scott and I realized is that the auction, the auction process, which has been around for thousands of years, was really the answer to this issue in terms of simplifying it. And uh, that led us to create ScrapCat app, the, the online auction marketplace. And it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Scott and I have have reconnected um, on on many levels and and really formed a good partnership and created this this wonderful space for not only uh, sellers but also for buyers and just giving them giving them an ability to to not have to to worry. You know, I was just on the phone with a I was just actually on the phone with a really good supplier in the middle in the Midwest today. Right. And he was just kind of joking that, you know, he only has the ability to make a hundred, a hundred good decisions every day. And if he has to spend a whole lot of them thinking about converters, he's not going to be able to make good decisions on something else. And so uh, I was very pleased to hear that. It was, it was a nice, nice compliment. Exactly right. And I concur with his thinking. Uh, who's benefits by attending URG? You were there, you know, who comes, who would benefit coming to the URG conference? You know, for me, I think it's any any operator who's looking for new ideas or looking to improve their business. I mean, I, again, coming you know, coming from the 2018-2019 show that we did, I was just thoroughly impressed with the quality of people that were there and being around the professional uh, professional owners and operators. And and I listen, I have a lot of experience about being around unprofessional uh, <laughs> unprofessional people, and so I think that it's. Uh, Anybody who wants to make their business better, anyone who's looking to make connections with other professional people that are looking to make their business better, this is this is they're going to benefit from it. Great point. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that as well. And it's there's also a benefit for the vendors too. You know, the vendors should be there. Yes. Uh, one of the one of the nice things about having vendors at the show with the 
they start to talk to their potential customers and they start to realize the problems the customers are having so they can redesign their business model around what's actually happening to their customers and they can address needs as they're as recurring as opposed to trying to second guess what uh, their customers are going to need. So, so it's a good, it's good for both parties. Well, we have over a thousand listeners a week on this episode and what I want to wow. do, we're going to take a short break, but when I come back from the short break, I want to know everything about scrapcatapp.com and I want you to, to even give away, you know, how do we get on the site? I went to the site. It looks fantastic. But when we come back, uh, we'll let's ask Scott and Christopher a couple more questions. We'll be right back. Year after year, URG brings the training conference that educates and benefits recyclers around the world. This premier conference brings together the best minds in the industry, providing top-level training and world-class speakers that will teach you how to compete and win. This conference is open to members and non-members, as well as exhibitors from all over the country. Multiple sponsorship and advertising opportunities are available at various levels. Our next conference is in New Orleans at the New Orleans Hyatt Regency, April 7th through the 9th, 2022. The Scholarship Foundation Dinner will be held at the World War II Museum. Don't miss this world-class training conference. Contact Jennifer McPherson at 512-677-6202. And register today. That's 512-677-6202. And we will see you in New Orleans. We're back. This is DJ Harrington with URG On The Go Podcast. And I'm talking, I have the privilege of Christopher Gaines on the phone and Scott Valero from ScrapCatApp.com. And I went to their site. I thought it was fantastic. What are some of the things you'd like our listeners to know about your company? I appreciate your words. Thank you very much. I think probably for me, the one thing that I want the URG members to know about us and anyone else listening to the podcast is that we don't buy, we don't sell. Uh, We are just a online option marketplace. All our whole goal is to put buyers and sellers together uh, in creating a simple, fair space transaction. Um, Our interests are aligned with, both the buyers and the sellers, and that the sellers want to get as much uh, as much value out of their conversions as possible, and the buyers want to be sure that they're buying what they are supposed to be buying and that they get good quality material. Um, I think the second thing is that uh, we are open to any buyer or any seller, any professional buyer or seller that wants to come on. So we don't have a limited number of buyers. We don't have only specific sellers. If you are a professional organization and you have converters to sell, you can sign up. If you buy converters and you're competitive, you can sign up and buy. And that's, that's, I'd say that those are the, those are the two main things that I want people to know. You know, in, in just over three years, uh, since we went live, uh, and that was right again, right after the 2018 URG show, we have just under a hundred million in converter transactions. And I, I think that this number suggests that both buyers and sellers are having a lot of success on our marketplace. Yeah, Scott. You I, would, I would add one other. I would add one other thing to that. Uh, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but uh, when Christopher and I first started Scrapcat Up, we thought we, we knew we thought we knew everything about converters in the industry, and we thought our site would be dominated by one particular buyer. And the reality is, it's we're not even close. What we found 
is that on any given day, any buyer can win on our site. And matter of fact, I don't think we have a buyer that has won more than 15% of the time. And, and that has been a huge surprise to us. Uh, when we first started, <laughs> we would see these, the prices the buyers would offer for these converters, and they were much higher than we ever thought. And we would call each other and we'd say, did, did you see those prices? And we, you know, we really started to second guess ourselves and ask ourselves questions like, you know, we're sophisticated buyers. Now, what are we missing here? Why are the prices much higher than we thought they would be? And what we came to realize is, um, is that the, the premise behind scrap that people were using, which is, um, the value of scrap converter is exclusively limited to the price of the precious metal value on that particular day. And we've come to realize that's not really accurate. I, and don't get me wrong now, the, the price of the underlying precious metals are important, but it's only the starting point of how buyers determine the prices uh, they're willing to pay for converters. And I can imagine some listeners are thinking, oh, that can't be true. Scrap is just scrap. It doesn't have any other value. Um, if you're listening, you don't need to look any further than yourself to know what I'm saying is true. Let me give you some examples. Let's say you were a, a, uh, a converter buyer, DJ, yeah. and you have your best customer. And all of a sudden, your best customer is getting uh, uh, solicited from one of your more aggressive competitors. Are you going to change your prices? Probably you will. Yeah. Right? You're, gonna, you're not going to you're not going to just sit down there and uh, let them take your customer away. Right. Or if you're a converter buyer and one of your major competitors shuts down, goes out of business, is that going to affect your prices? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Or if you have. Uh, Let's say your, your warehouse is so full of converters, you've got nowhere else to put them. You're bulging at the seams. Are you going to be an aggressive buyer? No, you're probably not. Um, we have more than one buyer has told us, you know, they've got extra cash sitting around. So rather than making a 10% margin, uh, you know, in the bank, they're only getting one-tenth of 1%. They're willing to make 2 or 3% on their money just to put their money to work. Um, all of those... So if you're a buyer, uh, or I'm sorry, buyers are like the rest of us. They're human. And it's these external factors that have a big influence on what a buyer is willing to pay for converters. And the point I would like to make is, as a seller, you don't know what external factors the buyers are taking into account when they give you a price for their converters. And the elegance and the simplicity of the auction model is it takes all of those unknown factors that goes through the buyer's head and it distills it down into one number. Now you as a seller, your life is easy. You just compare numbers and pick the highest one. Uh, let me ask this of you. Does the size of the recycler make a difference to you guys? A small one, you know, the big uh, you know, that, that's, that's a great question. So great question. Again, I, I think that one of the things that Scott and I were very surprised at you know, initially, I think we thought that the large recyclers and the large buyers were going to dominate, and that there'd be some mild success for some of the uh, for some of the mid-level suppliers and mid-level buyers. And what we've seen is is really uh, the opposite of that. Because our lot size, we we recommend lot sizes of about two hundred and fifty units, anywhere from two boxes to four boxes of converters is the optimal lot size to sell. But if you only have one box, you very you know you can sell. If you have 10 boxes, you can create a couple different lots. And so because of, of that lot size, 
whether you're generating 4,000 converters a month or you're generating 100 converters a month, we've seen these recyclers, these auto dismantlers have the same level of success because it puts them all on this nice, even platform in terms of they're offering this material. And then the buyers then, again, because the lot sizes are, are a little bit smaller, the buyer, if it's not a large buyer, but he's a very competitive or he has a very low overhead, he can be very competitive on this site. So what we found is that the, the size the size of the recycler and the size of the buyer hasn't had uh, any any adverse effect to having success on on the on our website on the auction marketplace. I, I think part of the reason is the the shipping cost relative to the value of the converters is just insignificant now. Uh, converters are now going on the site between three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars a piece, and the shipping cost is maybe two or three dollars. So. Now, buyers anywhere in the country can basically bid on converters on our site anywhere in the nation and still have them delivered to their door for a relatively inexpensive amount. So that has given the uh, the smaller guys who are mostly dealing with regional collectors now have access to buyers throughout the country, and that has helped them tremendously as far as getting the higher prices for their converters. Uh, what's the? I'm just thinking about you know here we got a thousand listeners an episode. What if if listeners listening right now? What's the best way to get a hold of you two guys? I, the best best way to do it is to get online. Go to www.scrapcatapp.com. Just like it sounds, three words: scrapcatapp.com. And right there, there's a green button that you click. It says sign up. It asks you just for a little bit of information. Uh, once you enter that in, Scott and I will give you a call within sort of 24 hours and find out what your needs are and get you on the right path. Fantastic. Uh, you guys have been a great guest. Uh, what would you, th- here's what I wanted to ask you. There's a guy, a recycler, you know, you, you don't have to be a member to come to the conference. And so that we have non-members and members coming. What I wanted to ask the guys on the fence, why should they do their best to come to New Orleans in April of 2022? What would you say to somebody sitting on the fence? <laughs> well, at first I'd go back to, to listen to the beginning part of this podcast when we're talking about how uh, successful yours has been in helping the professional yards be better. I think that's, that is first and foremost. You know, the, the, you really you go to, to this one because it's heavily attended or anyone just going to the URG training conference, I think is going to help. It's going to help someone be better. No matter how good they are, they're going to be better after going to the conference. That's the first thing that I'd say. And I absolutely agree. Scott and I have a very interesting experience with this. For the first half of our company, for the first year and a half of the three years we've been doing this, Scott and I personally met every seller. We would go to their yards, personally train them, uh, and get them on, get them online and uh, onto our site. For the last year and a half, for obvious reasons, we had to switch very quickly to an online process and, and work via phone. So we haven't met a lot of our new suppliers. And so I think that's probably very, uh, I think that's the same boat that a, lo- that a lot of people are in. So I think that you know, just, just being able to come and have that face-to-face experience, I think it's going to be, be good. My answer would be uh, just really one thing. They got to come to the show so they can meet. DJ Harrington. He's a guy. There's a guy. There's a guy who knows how to talk and make people feel comfortable, and and they'll get something out of it. You got Chuck Camp. Chuck Camp's the producer here in Atlanta. You got him in his. (laughs) 
He said, Glaston Cage, he is laughing. Scott, you are terrible, buddy. <laughs> he is just <laughs> laughing away in there I saying, mean it. Okay, I'll send you the $25 later on. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> okay. For our final question, I, what I want to ask you is, what would be any parting thoughts that you guys would have for our listeners? This has been excellent. Uh, I, I want them to come by your exhibit area and, and meet Scott Valaro and Christopher Gaines. But what any parting thoughts that you guys would like to share with our listeners? I, you know, I, Scott and I have, have had sort of this, this, as well as I think every every business operator has had this conversation uh, about how their industry is doing. And I, I have this conversation with a lot of people about, you know, I hear a lot of woes from the last year and a half. And one of the things that I am very pleased uh, about is just to see how well our industry has handled and performed during this crisis. Uh, it, it was incredibly impressive to see how Yards adapted and changed their business models to, to meet the needs of the customers. It, it was, it was almost overnight. And, uh, I was very pleased to be a part of an industry that did that. Um, you know, the COVID, the COVID issue has shown the importance of being adaptable and, and shown sort of, if you are open to ideas and you can change, um, you know, you're going to continue to have the success. And I just, I think that, uh, again, I just, I was really pleased, pleased to be a part of an industry that, that, was successful during this or was able to maintain their success. Well, Christopher, thank you. Scott, any parting words you want to say other than Don yeah, Porter you know, <laughs> thinking something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the concept, it, what's really interesting to me is you see the concept of change and like, you know, change is difficult, but humans are really good at change. And COVID is a perfect example. We're good at change when it's, when it's pushed on. Like if I were to, if a doctor were to tell me I have 10 weeks to live or so, I would change my diet. I would, we can change when we're forced to. That's what COVID showed us. But the most difficult part of change that I would like to, the owners to be aware of is the premeditated change, the change that you making the change when you're not forced to do it. You know, diets, you know, exercise, things like that that we're not forced into, but we should do anyway. And uh, that's the hardest thing we have to deal with as far as uh, an owner-operator. Changing something that's not quite broken, but it still needs to be fine-tuned or fixed. And we tried to, we looked at that with our, our process. And the way we overcome that or help people make that premeditated change, change before they actually have a problem, is to make our simple our system really easy to use. I mean, it's just simply within a couple hours, you could be up and running on our site, and it doesn't take much time or effort on your part. So uh, I would just leave with that thought. Well, the two of you have been excellent. Don Porter will hear this podcast in a week or so, and um, I got news for you. He'll be calling you on the phone saying, thank you very much, and how much did DJ pay you? But that was very kind, <laughs> kind gesture of you guys. And... All of us at URG, not only do we thank you for, for being a sponsor of the conference, but I'm going to tell everyone listening, please go by and see Scott Valaro and Christopher Gaines. To improve your bottom line, you have to know this. And these guys share openly, and they'll give you advice to make your business better. So uh, I can't thank Scott and Christopher enough. Thank you so very much for being our guest on URG On The Go podcast. 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, come make make sure you come by our booth. We want to collect on that uh, on that beer. <laughs> you got a deal. <laughs> Stella. All right, <laughs> we'll have a Stella together, All my right. friends. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, guys.